You are listening to the She Runs the Show podcast with Cassandra Long, episode 146, the solo series. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of She Runs the Show. Cassandra Von Worsley here with you, episode 146. I want to take time with this episode. This is such an important message. And it's a message that I haven't really heard on other entrepreneurial podcasts often enough. I've heard it a little bit here and a little bit there, but it really is such a powerfully important message. And my prayer in this episode, my hope in this episode, my intention in this episode is for you to get this message so deeply in your soul that it now becomes the way that you move and you exist in your business. It is that important. What we're going to talk about today is that important. And it is also one of the the first things that I teach in the inner badass intensive that is actually coming up starting in August. So if you know, if you listen to this episode and you say to yourself, I need to work on, on this thing. Like this is the thing that gets me off track. This is the thing that derails me every single time. This is the thing that keeps me playing small and keeps me stuck and keeps me from taking major action in my business. Then I'm going to invite you to join me in the inner badass intensive. It is for a small group of entrepreneurs who are ready to take their mindset and their business to the next level. And you can find out more. Watch the training about fear to action. CassandraVon.com forward slash apply. You will see the training there. You will see the application there. Again, not everybody who applies is going to get accepted. But if you listen to this episode and you say to yourself, this is the thing that is getting in the way between me and my impact on the world, between me and building the business that I know I deserve, between me and the tribe that I know I was born to serve, then you need to apply for the Inner Badass Intensive because this is one of the first things that we do deep work on because I am finding more and more that people are are succumbing to what we're going to talk about today in such a in such a, a big way that they are losing ground, they are losing steam, they're losing momentum, and a lot of people are giving up on their businesses because of the issue that we're going to talk about today. It is that important. So let's dive into it. Today's episode, episode 146, I'm talking about the fact that it's time to stop paying attention to how the people in your life are living. Let me not mince words here. <laughs> when I say Stop paying attention to how the people in your life are living. I am talking about everybody in your life. I am talking about your friends. I am talking about your spouse. I am talking about your partner. I am talking about your parents. I am talking about your other family members. I am talking about the the person, the barista at Starbucks that you see every Monday through Sunday morning when you pick up your venti americano. When I say stop paying attention to how the people in your life are living, I am talking about everybody in your life. If you have a nine to five job, your coworkers, your boss, if you are a full-time entrepreneur, I'm talking about other entrepreneurs in your industry, in your realm. I want you to get this message so deep in your soul that you literally say, listening to this episode just changed the game for me. 
It just changed the game for me. Stop paying attention to how the people in your life are living. Let's go there. Here's the thing. There, I don't know if it's the social media world that we live in. I don't know if it's the fact that everything is so public and so few things are private. You will notice with me that you do not hear me uh, on this podcast. I'm not going to talk very much about my private life. There are certain entrepreneurs out there and God bless them. They have built a brand around their family and their children. And, um, you know, they put their kids in their videos. And if that, if they're comfortable with that, and if that is how they want to do their thing, more power to them. I support them. I love it if they love it. But I'm the kind of person that so few things today are private. So few things today are sacred. So few things today are are, are given the gestation period and the conception period and the birthing period that they need. And then we wonder why left and right people are emotionally imploding. People are frantically stressed. People are, you know, all up in your business and, and giving you unsolicited advice. Well, you know, here's the thing. We've got to protect the things that are sacred to us. So you're never going to hear me talk about my private life on this podcast because that's sacred to me. And, and not to say that business isn't sacred to me, but I do separate my business mission from my private life and they're sacred in different ways. And I think one of the issues that a lot of entrepreneurs have is that they don't know how to separate and create healthy boundaries around the different kinds of sacred that they have going on in their lives. There's a sacred to your business. There's a sacred to your relationship. There's a sacred to your marriage. There's a sacred to your parenthood. There are different sacreds in your life. And if you do not know how to powerfully create boundaries that protect each sacred, sometimes what happens is they overlap, they spill over, they bleed over. You get people involved in different sacreds that should not be involved giving input they don't need to give. And then before long, you got a mess. You got a hot mess before long. So the message today is a powerful one. Stop paying attention to how the people in your life are living. Let me go in another direction with this. I find that a lot of us, just because it's human nature, a lot of us, whether we want to admit it or not, whether we ever say it or not, we are looking at how other people are doing their lives, right? We're paying attention to our neighbor down the street. We're, Facebook is notorious for this. I love Facebook as much as the next person, but so many of us are critiquing, engaging, and assessing our lives based on uh, how we see other people doing on Facebook. We see their vacation photos and they're like, well, I haven't gone on a vacation in a long time. We see their baby, the pictures of their babies. And we go, well, I want a baby or, you know, my kids don't dress up and, and have Halloween parties like that. Or we see, um, 
people posting on Facebook how much they love their spouse and they're crazy about their spouse. And, and we go, well, man, why don't I have a relationship like that? Why don't we take crazy pictures like that? We do a lot of comparing on Instagram and Snap and Facebook. And here's the thing. You don't even know if that's real. Like it could be your family member. You don't even know if that, that you don't even know if that shit is real. Like they're posting their best moments. They're, po- they're posting, can, can we, can we go here for a second? They're posting made up moments. Do you know how many people take these selfies and these pictures and they go, Hey babe, let's do this and let's move and let's, you know, it might as well be a photo shoot people. It might as well be a photo shoot the way that, that some people orchestrate their photos and then post them on Facebook. Like it was just some random thing they took in the middle of the Grand Canyon. No, you posed for that shit. You posed for it. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. But here's the thing. A lot of us are doing this life comparison thing. Or, can I go in another direction with this? Or, and and I'm, I'm speaking to the overachievers now. Most of my audience represents overachievers. I have, I don't think I have many people listen to She Runs the Show who aren't interested in running their show. Let's just be for real. (laughs) So most of my listeners are overachievers. As overachievers, what we tend to do, right? And if you can relate to this, I need you to share this podcast with somebody who is also an overachiever and a recovering perfectionist who can also relate to this. What we tend to do as overachievers is we also tend to, um, look at people in our lives and in our circle who are not busting their asses the way that we are, who are not working as hard as we are. Like oftentimes overachievers are surrounded by people who are not overachievers. Oftentimes we're surrounded by people who are very type B because it balances out our type A. Oftentimes overachievers are, you know, most of the people in their circles don't want the level of life that they want and don't want, you know, don't want to go as far, as fast, as great a level of exceptional as they're going. And so very often for us overachievers, not only is the journey kind of lonely at points, but we have a lot of moments of doubt and a lot of moments of, you know, is it okay to be as ambitious as I am? Is it okay to be as driven as I am? Because we look around at the people in our world and they're not as ambitious. They're not as determined. They're not as focused. They don't work as many long hours. Um, or, or, we look at people in our lives who just, you know, like they work their asses off for nothing. They work their asses off to people, please. They work their asses off to be accepted. They work their asses off to be average. And, and, and part of us rails at that. And then we look back, we sit back for a second and we see like 80% of the people in our world doing that. And then there are these moments of doubt where as an overachiever, you go, am I the crazy one? Or are they the crazy one? Because they're in the majority and they're working their butts off for no good reason from my perception. But they're the majority. So like, who's crazy here? Is it me over here trying to make a mark on the world? Or is it the 80% over there that's like working their tails off just to get a pat on the back or to get a raise? Like, who's the crazy one here? And so here's what I want to say to all of that, because... 
whether you are the overachiever who um, is is going the lonely journey to greatness and you wonder, am I the crazy one? Or you're the person who is wanting to be an overachiever, wanting to build a massively successful business, not seeming to get yourself uh, enough momentum and enough movement to get there. And you're looking around at your friends on Facebook and your entrepreneur friends, and they are crushing it in business. They are killing it. Like their content is amazing. Their approach is amazing. And they're getting to places you can only dream about. And you have no idea. You've been doing this for seven years. And you're like, why am I not there yet? What the hell is going on? No matter what boat you're in with this, let me be very clear. Stop paying attention to how the people in your life are living. Stop, stop comparing, assessing, stop it. Because here's the reality. The people in your life may be on the same road with you. Notice I said, maybe, right? Like they're in your sphere. They're in your community. The people in your life may be on the same road, but they are definitely not on the same path. You know why? Because your path is yours and their path is theirs. So point number one, the people in your life may be on the same road, but they are certainly not on the same path. And so you cannot assess your success or failure, your progress or lack of progress against anybody else in your life, because while they may be on the same road, they are not on the same path. And here's the other thing I'm going to say to you, especially if you're looking at people in your life and you're going, you know, I used to, um, (laughs) I've had people in my life who have said to me and people very close to me in the past who have said to me, Cassandra, you want too much. You want too much. You know, you know, be a little less ambitious. Be a little, be a little. I've had people say to me, Cassandra, you want too much. You just, you just like, you are killing yourself with the way that you work and the way that you do. You want too much. Like just, can't you just be (laughs) happy? I can't tell you the people who were, who at one time were very close to me, who said, can't you just be happy with, with what you got? Like, can't, can't you just, can't you just be content with where you are? Like, why do you have to be more? Why can't you just be where you, why can't you just be happy with what is, right? And every fiber of my being, when certain people would say this to me in a past moment, would just want to pummel them, right? Like rage at them because I'm just not built that way. I'm just not built that way. And maybe you're just not built that way. And you've been guilted into feeling like your natural inclination for greatness, your natural inclination to be more, your natural inclination to rise to the top is somehow problematic. And the reason why people will say that to you and the reason why you've got to stop paying attention to the shit they say is because whether they know it or not, and it's time for you to know this, most people are actually living their lives on autopilot. Most people are living on the level of mediocre. And so they're looking at you like you're crazy for wanting greatness. And they're looking at you like you're crazy because you just, you are just going full steam ahead because they're in the, the sheeple, right? They're in the majority of people who are living their lives on autopilot, going from day to day. Yeah, this works. This is good. You know, you know whatever it is, like, I'm just going to accept whatever life throws me. And, you know, this is, I'm just going to wait for the other shoe to drop. Most people are living their lives on autopilot. Even people who, to every appearance, seem super successful. You know, um, I my parents are Haitian. And in Haitian families, uh, 
being a doctor or a lawyer is worshipped, right? There are two professions in Haitian families. Either you're a doctor or a lawyer, and then you're nothing, okay? So for Haitian people, uh, you're a doctor, you're a lawyer, you're nothing. And the reality of the situation is, is that when you look at life that way, you idolize, you worship doctors and lawyers. Can I tell you that some of the, the you're going to meet some pretty unhappy doctors and some pretty unhappy lawyers. You're going to meet some pretty unfulfilled doctors and unfulfilled lawyers. You're going to meet some doctors and lawyers who are living their lives completely on autopilot, but then they'll post on Facebook every vacation they're taking and every faraway land they're going to and every golf course they're on. And, and they'll have you believing that their lives are on fire when really, in fact, if you go to the heart of them, they were never meant to be a doctor or a lawyer in the first place. They actually did it because their parents wanted doctors and lawyers. And now they've spent 20 years in a profession that wasn't really their calling. And I'm not calling out all doctors and lawyers. Some of them, that is your calling and you are doing the damn thing. But I'm just saying, don't go by appearances. Don't go by titles and think that a title is what is what decides whether somebody is living their life on fire. I've met a lot of doctors that didn't want to be doctors and are still doctors making doctor money. And not even doctor money isn't what it used to be. And uh, they're miserable. They're miserable. And they're in pain because they're pursuing a dream that was never theirs to begin with. So what am I saying? You got to understand, most people are living their lives on, on autopilot. In fact, many are living in the comfort zone that we call mediocrity. I know it doesn't sound like mediocrity could be comfort zone. Lots of people are living there. And the reason why it's a comfort zone... And remember, comfort zones are rarely comfortable. It's because me mediocre is what they're used to. Average is what they're used to. And so when I say stop paying attention to how the people in your life are living, you cannot base your life on people who are living on autopilot for whom average and mediocre are staples of their existence. You're not going in that direction. You're not going that way. Here's the other reality. Most people are living their lives asleep. I really want you to get this. Most people are living their lives asleep. Most people do not wake up and, and, and say to themselves, okay, what's my intention for today? How do I want to feel? How do I want to operate? How do I want to live? Uh, most people don't wake up and go, how am I going to experience today? What am I going to create today? You know what most people do? They wake up, they hit the snooze button. They wake up and they go, oh, I got to get up today. Jeez. Most people wake up and they live the same day, Groundhog Day, over and over and over again. They go through the motions, never feeling every, anything, never never knowing that they are the creator of their experience of today. Most people wake up and they look for the first person they can blame and the first thing they can blame and stubbing their toe and finding every excuse to be absolutely miserable instead of transforming every moment into a miraculous moment. Most most people don't know how to own their day and you're paying attention to how they're living their lives asleep. I don't think so. Stop paying attention to how the people in your life are living. Here's the other thing. I know that my audience for She Runs the Show, I know that every person who listens to a She Runs the Show episode you're not going for average in your life. You're not going for mediocre. You're going for exceptional. I know that because that's the tribe I'm called to serve. So if you're listening to this episode, you aren't called to be average. You aren't called to exist on autopilot. 
So I'm not talking to people who that's all you want. You know, like, give me a paycheck and a, a warm bed and uh, let me pay my bills every month. And that's not my tribe. I'm not like if somehow and I can't even believe that because I, I don't believe that in a universe that just, you know, throws people in certain places. I believe there's divine intervention in everything and nothing happens by coincidence. If you are listening to this episode, mediocrity was not built for you. It just wasn't. And maybe you've been apologizing for your desire for exceptional. Maybe you've been apologizing for um, your calling to greatness. But here's what I'm going to tell you. You cannot work on building an exceptional life if you are constantly monitoring your progress against the average standards of people in your world. I'm going to say this again because I need you to get it. I need you to get this in your soul, in your, I need you to write this down. You cannot work on building an exceptional life if you are constantly monitoring your progress against the average standards of people in your world. Let me break this down. If you're going for exceptional and you're surrounded by friends and family and other entrepreneurs who are living by average standards, stop paying attention to them. Stop looking to them for advice. Stop it. Because you cannot be working on building an exceptional life if you're constantly monitoring your progress against the average standards of people in your world. They can be average if they want to. You know what I mean? No shame in their game. If you're, you're going to have average family members. Um, I hate to tell you, you're, you're going to have, let, I'm going to go even deeper. <laughs> you're going to have average family members who do a great job of pretending to be exceptional. I'm just telling you, you're going to have average family members who do a fantastic PR job on social media of pretending to be exceptional when they don't do the work of it. If they don't even understand the work of exceptional, but they're going to pretend like they're exceptional on social media. You're going to have those people in your family and your world at work and life and business. You're going to have those pretenders. Let them pretend. Let them live by their average standards. But you cannot be trying. Listen, you cannot be going for greatness and working on building an exceptional life. And then at the same time, be constantly monitoring your progress against the average standards of people in your world. No. When you are going for gold in your business, you're going to be the weird one. You're going to be the weird one amidst most of the people in your life, even the entrepreneurs in your circle. When you are going for exceptional in your business, when you are grinding, you're the 2%. You're not the 98% of entrepreneurs. And so if you feel weird because you're going for greatness, if you feel like, man, like I'm hustling and I'm doing this thing and, and you know, I'm, I'm working nine to five over here and then I'm building my business over there. And everybody's like, why can't you go out for dinner? Why can't you go to this game? Why can't you do this with us? Why are you never around? Why, why aren't you available on the phone? You're going to be the outcast. Accept it. Cause most people aren't there. That's why you're in the 2% and not the 98%. Even in the world of entrepreneurship, 98% of the people are doing average. That's why most businesses don't succeed. Because 98% of them are average. 2% of them are exceptional. 
And when you are in the 2%, when you are working your ass off in the 2%, when you are producing in the 2%, month after month and year after year, when you are are believing past what you see, you are in the 2%, you're not in the 98%. Everybody else in the 98% is going to tell you, why can't you just settle for less? Why can't you just be good with where you are? Why can't you be like us? You don't want to be like them. They're in the 98%. They're the sheeple. You want to be where you are in the 2%, working for it, fighting for it, doing it, being it, living it. But you're not going to do that. And you're not going to do that successfully if you're spending a lot of your time paying attention to how the people in your life are living. And here's the final point I'm going to make. One last thing I'm going to say. Part of not paying attention to how the people in your life are living is also about not giving a damn about what they think of where you are, what you're doing, what you've built, how much you have or don't have, and where you got it from. Can I just sit here for a second? You don't owe anybody an explanation about your success. I'm going to say this again because somebody needs to hear this. You don't owe anybody an explanation of why you're doing so well, of why you're so successful, of how you got to this, this, and that. Let me be very clear. I don't care if it's your mother, your father, your sister, your brother, your cousin, uh, your aunt, your uncle. I don't, I was about to really use an expletive there, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to do that. Let me just say this real clear. Okay. Let's be clear. Nobody has had to walk every single second of this journey with you. Nobody knows what you've gone through. Nobody knows the hell you've had to pay. Nobody knows what you've had to give up in the process. Nobody has been with you every single step of the way on this journey in every single moment and every single dark night of the soul. Nobody has been there. They don't get a vote and they don't deserve an explanation. And the moment you start giving into people and you start feeling like you have to justify why you're this happy or why you're this successful or why you're this focused or why you're this ambitious. The moment you feel like you don't deserve the, the prosperity that you have and the abundance that you have, the moment you don't feel like you don't deserve to invest in yourself and guide your path and be who you want to be because other people are questioning, why do you get to have this experience? Or why do you get to be the one that does this? Or why is it that you're doing so well? Listen, and I'm going to be super clear when I say this. I don't have folks who come to me and say to me, whether in my family or out of my family, uh, why is Cassandra doing as well as she's doing? Or how is it that she's here or not here? Or you know why? Cause I don't allow it. I don't allow it. You know why? Cause you haven't been here on this journey with me every single step of the way. You don't get a vote. You don't get a say. You don't get to ask questions. And if you ask me a question, I'm going to tell you, I don't have to give you an answer. You know why? Because this is my life, not yours. I'm working for this, not you. And everything that I get, everything that I build, hell, everything that gets destroyed in the process, everything that I lose, my choice, my life, my choice, my business, I don't ever have to explain to you. 
why I am where I am or why I'm not where I I should, whatever it is. And far too many of us feel like we have to justify and we've got to explain or we have to feel guilt for how far we've come. Cut that shit out. Guilt steals energy. Shame steals energy. It steals passion. It steals momentum. It steals progress. It steals productivity. Mm -mm. We're not going to do that. Stop paying attention to how the people in your life are living. And here's the thing. If you struggle with this, if you know that one of the major things that are keeping you from building a massively, wildly successful business or even starting a business, do you know that this kind of paying attention to how the people in your life are living keeps people from even starting a business? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding? You're calling in life. And based on what other people are saying, doing, responding, how they're acting, is even keeping you from starting a business. If this episode was a drop the mic moment for you, then here's what I want you to do. I want you to go to CassandraVaughn.com forward slash apply. I want you to watch that fear to action training. I want you to apply to be in the inner badass intensive. I want to get on a call with you so we can figure this shit out and see if you're a good candidate. And you know what? Let me just tell you up front. Not everybody who applies to the inner badass intensive is actually going to be a good candidate. And that's okay. Because if you and I talk and you're not a good candidate for the inner badass intensive, A, I'm going to tell you. And B, I'm going to direct you to somewhere else that you will be a good candidate for. And I'm going to give you a plan for you to tackle these issues. Because here's the thing. You cannot sugarcoat shit. If this is your issue, it's not going anywhere till you handle it. So don't put this under the rug and think that you can pretend like you don't have this issue. If you are paying attention to how the people in your life are living and that is holding you back in business and holding you back in life and holding back your level of joy, you need to handle this issue. It's not going away just because you pretend like it's not there. So again, I'm going to say this one more time. Stop paying attention to how the people in your life are living. You will be happier when you do that. You'll be more satisfied when you do that. You will feel more fulfilled when you do that. And you know, at the end of the day, you'll be way more productive when you do that. So stop it. Stop paying attention to other people in your life are living. There's a message for today. Again, Inner Badass Intensive starts in August. Watch the training at CassandraVaughn.com forward slash apply. Apply. Do not be afraid to apply. Let me just say this. Yes, not everybody's going to get accepted you got to be able to walk through failure if you're going to build a business. Not everybody's going to be accepted. It's okay if you're not. We're going to have a breakthrough call. It's going to be with me. And if you're not right, I'm going to tell you just because it's not fair to you or to me that you're in a program that you don't need or don't belong being in or it will not serve you. So don't be afraid of failure. Go to CassandraVaughn.com forward slash apply. Watch the training apply for the inner badass intensive. Let's do the breakthrough call. And if you are not a right fit for it, I will tell you, but I will also direct you to some program or something else that somebody else has that is a right fit for you. Don't be afraid of failure. Okay. Don't be afraid. Just go for it anyway. If you feel like this is your issue, if you, if you believe you'd be a good candidate for this mastermind program, the inner badass intensive, go to CassandraVon.com forward slash apply, apply, watch the training. Let's get started. 
All right, everybody, I'll see you on the next episode of She Runs the Show, because she does. <laughs> <laughs>